This is The Motivation. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Jujitelos Coast to Coast. What we're talking about today is just we got Eddie, we got Fonz on talking fights. Uh, how do you guys feel about these fights coming up for 2021, guys? Great way to start the year. I am super excited. Ooh. And uh, thanks, guys, for having me on the podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, shit. Super excited, too. It feels like it's been, it's been forever since we've watched some good fights. So I'm excited to get this year rolling with some good fights and to talk about these next uh, few events that are coming up. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Do you guys remember what the last UFC fight card was? Was it the pay-per-view? I'm drawing a blink. What was the last pay? What was the last pay-per-view? Figadero versus Moreno. That sounds about right. Oh yes. yeah, that, that yes. was it. That was it. Fight of the year, right? Yeah, that was it. That was such a good card, man. So that was a good way to end the it's- year. Uh, first card of the year, and no, I'm just saying that that was it, man. And uh, I, I fucking missed it, and I was so fucking upset to hear that it was one of the best cards like in the whole year. Uh, so I was super upset. I had to go back and watch all the highlights afterwards. Oh man, um, it just just Moreno had everything against him, man. He he was fighting a guy that was on steroids. I mean, Figadero has horns on his forehead. He's on all That's of the steroids, <laughs> two of them. <laughs> and then he starts and winning. crystal meth. Yeah, like Moreno starts winning. Yeah. A little skinny Mexican kid, and then Figadero kicks him in the balls, ruins the momentum, and then and he pokes him in the, the eye. eye. Yeah, it, it, it's and. Then it was a draw. And I'm like, damn it, judges. You know the dude's juiced and you know the guy's cheating. Give it to Moreno. Oh, yeah. That would have been the ultimate feel-good yeah. story. Yeah. So so what what do you think? Um I I hope uh Moreno goes down Revolutionary Street and um get get some uh Mexican vitamins. That way he <laughs> evens the playing field. He's going to have to go to where the good medicine is. I don't think it's on Revolution Street. It's probably up higher in the hills. He's going to need to get but one of those. Whatever Figueredo's on, Moreno needs to. He needs to sneak in some uh, some uh, brass knuckles inside his shorts. Just pull the motherfuckers out when the ref, uh, ref isn't looking. Nah, not even that. God, like, this is what I think. I think that Figueredo's hit his peak already. He's not going to get any better than what he's at now. And Moreno's still a kid, dude. He's still he's still learning. How old so, is he? if anything, we've already seen everything Figueroa can do. I don't know, like 26, 25. He's not that old. And he hasn't been fighting that long, you know? So that's what I'm saying. I'm that's what I'm figuring is that you know, the ceiling, he's he hasn't hit his ceiling yet, so he can only get better. And if he already took Figueroa's best, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes the rematch. But I also wouldn't be surprised if Figueroa comes in even more juiced and blast him in the first or second round. Yeah. Um, Lennox Lewis said on the Joe Rogan podcast, like guys he knew that were on the juice, he would immediately go to the kidneys and, and, uh, and uh, pancreas because the kidneys and the pancreas have to work overtime processing all the toxins from the steroids. And uh, I just hope uh, Moreno goes for the body a little more in the second fight and really turns it on in the third round. Hmm. Yeah, man. That's what I was hoping he would do, you know? See? Yeah, he's young, dude. He hasn't been in the game that long. So that's what I'm saying. I just figure, like, he's he still hasn't hit his ceiling, man. He's got more to grow still. Moreno was cut uh, by the UFC. That's going to be an interesting fight. How long ago? Like, that two one fights time, ago. Right, right. Um, this was his second fight back. And uh, so, yeah, I... I he is getting back. He is, I don't like Frank said, he hasn't reached his full potential yet. He has yet to peak. Mm. So uh, I'm really excited for, for what uh, Moreno uh, brings like in the next couple of years. Yeah. For reals, man. Who's, uh, who's got the, that um, on a heart already, you know? So. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. Uh, who's the champ in this division again? Figadero. The guy you fought. For the Figadero. Title. Figadero. Yeah. No, that's right. The guy with the horns. The with, the with HGH forehead. He hasn't been tested by USADA? What the fuck? You're that guy had out. like fucking Hellboy horns coming out, man. <laughs> oh, let um, me go back to my... They do get tested by... by USADA outsources the test to, to the Brazilian 
um, doctors. Is that and, all the time or just when they're in Brazil? Let's say Jose Aldo is going to get tested. Yeah. They um, outsource it to, to another uh, doping agency in Brazil. And what? let's, yeah, they're, from um, what I've read, they're not exactly the most, most thorough. The last time USADA actually showed up to, uh, to uh, Jose Aldo's gym, um, Aldo had the piss in his hand and he drops it right in front of them. He said he tripped. And uh, so <laughs> that just tells you a lot right there uh, about uh, um, of the way they handle shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. My I, bad. I, I don't, you got yeah, some more of that? <laughs> <laughs> How no. about you? Can you help me out? Can you pee in this cup real quick? <laughs> uh, just go. I won't, tell, yeah. I won't tell nobody. All right. Well, let's talk about the first car that's going to be coming up next week on Saturday, January 17th. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of be uh uh not only is it the first card of the year, but it's gonna be the first time UFC or any kind of MMA is actually gonna be shown on ABC. So that's a big so feather in the cap for ABC, for UFC, man. I'm I'm psyched about that. Hell yeah. One, one That's of a big, big accomplishment, right? One of the big networks, isn't it? Like one of the like the public top talk three. Group. Yeah. CBS, that is the ABC, biggest network NBC. in the whole country, dude. Damn. Is it? Dude, I remember it's back the in the day, one? Eddie, when I finally saw, yeah, they're the dude, they're owned by Disney. Yeah, they're number wow. one, dude. They they crush everything. They got the most yeah. money. I remember back in the day when I first saw like a UFC mention on the little streamer on the ticker on the bottom of the screen on ESPN one time. And I told Eddie, I was like, dude, they showed UFC on ESPN. (laughs) And it was just like a blurb, blurb, like, oh, UFC, UFC 46 (laughs) on Saturday. And that was it, dude. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh my God, we're making it. We're going to do it. You know what I mean? And look at now, dude, on freaking mother freaking ABC, dude. Everyone's going to tune in for free. And watch this, man. This is going to be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, the card is headlined by Max Holloway, Calvin Cater, um, co-main event, Carlos Condit, Matt Brown. Good old school match right there. And then right underneath that, we got uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio versus Lee Jenglang. So let's start with Ponzinibbio and Jenglang. Uh, who, what do you guys think is going to happen in this fight? And who do you guys have? Fonts? Uh, I got Santiago Pontanibio, man. Um, I, uh, but I have been checking out some other fights, and I'm, I'll just, I'll just say, I'm just more impressed with Santiago than I am with Lee. Um, um, he's got. So what you're saying stuff, is man. you you like Santiago's fans only page better than Jang Lang's fans only. Well, you know, <laughs> Jang Lang's fans only yeah. page is is just too much of a tease, man. That's that's all he does. And Santiago, he delivers a good. So if you know what I'm saying, yeah. Well, we we hear that you like Santiago's uh, OnlyFans page too. It's good. It's good. Yeah. A lot right? of fresh content, and it's and it's tasteful. <laughs> His uh, shorts are very short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but back back to uh, back to the fight itself. Um, I don't know, man. I I, I like um I like his stand up. I like. You know, his submission game. Um, like I said, I just think he's as to what I've seen, uh, he's got more tools than um than Jang Lang does. I, I'm not sure what round is gonna end. Um, you know, if I'm gonna play it safe, I'll say just it's gonna go to the decision. What about you guys? Cool. I I have uh Ponzinibbio winning by second round KO. Um Ying Lang's good. He, he's well rounded, but I I don't think he's a top five talent where Ponzinibbio is. Um before his injury, uh Santiago was streaking towards the title shot. And uh I just think he's too big, too strong, too fast, just better in every area. Um he'll get the KO and I, I think he'll get a title shot. Um with maybe one or two more wins after KOing Ying Lang. Um, so, yeah, pan, Pans of Nibio, second round KO. Ooh, big what words. Got, All right. Uh, I'm going to use. I'm going to use my MMA math here, and I'm going to say um, Ponzinibbio by unanimous decision. Um, Ponzinibbio, um, I you did say he's coming off of an injury, but before that, like you said, dude, he was on fire. Uh, yeah. The fight that sticks out, he fought Neil Magny, and he beat the shit out of Neil Magny, man. I don't know if you guys remember that fight. Oh, I remember. But he freaking put it on him, dude, and I 
I think he finished them, if I'm not mistaken. Um, um, and Neil Magny later on ended up fighting Jiang Lang, and he beat Jiang Lang by unanimous decision, but he wasn't able to put him out. Um, but for that reason, I'm I'm sticking with Ponzinibbio, and I'm I just I don't know. I have I don't think Ponzinibbio's reached his full potential either. Um, but coming off that injury, you know, maybe maybe he's gonna prove us wrong, and and Eddie's right, he is gonna finish this guy off. But I just don't think he. I think Jang Lang's still a tough guy, uh, not as not on the same level as Ponzinibbio, but I think Ponzinibbio is gonna be able to handle him pretty easily, and it's gonna gonna easily get out a unanimous decision in this. One. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, coming. That's what this I think. Tune up by Ponzinibbio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, dude. Because before before he got hurt, man, he was tearing it up, and there was a lot of talk about him uh, contending for the title. You know, so uh, you're you're for sure on the right track with, as far as that goes. You know, he's he's gonna get there, dude. And um, yeah, Argent, he's big in his country of Argentina. Yeah. Like, oh uh, yeah, man. I mean. He I think when he fought Neil Magny, wasn't that in Argentina? Yeah, he sold out that stadium. Yeah, dude, there was a buttload of people there, man. Yeah. When you have so a country they're hungry for fights you. down there, man, and he delivered for sure. Yeah, when you got a country behind you, uh, the UFC is going to lean on you a little more. Hmm. You know, guys like McGregor yeah. and uh, and Habib, you know. So, yeah, Ponzinibbio, he, he's exciting for sure. Yeah, try, they try to get into that market. Yeah, yeah, and he is. He is, no doubt, man. Yeah, he's exciting to watch. Speaking of exciting to watch, we got two legends on the next card. Or uh, not the next card, but the next fight. And actually, I was hoping that the fight that we were just talking about would have been the co-main event. But I mean, I I guess I kind of see what they're doing here. You know, just this, this kind of like an homage or maybe like a maybe like a thank you to these two guys because I can't imagine them sticking around much longer. But I'm talking about Carlos Condit and Matt Brown. Uh, what do you guys think about that being the co-main event, first of all? It's cool to see old school guys like this, you know, on a card um, deliver some good fucking fight. You know what I'm saying? Like they still got fighting them. So I still like watching them. Um, I mean, they could have probably gone for a more exciting co-main event, but I think these guys will bring a good show. And I think that's what they're banking on. Um, So, yeah, we've been watching them for a while and I, I still get excited when I see them on any card. So I think that's maybe why they're doing it. So I think it's cool. For sure. I, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, man. This is the battle of the OGs. I mean, how many good memories have these guys produced for us? I mean, God, that, that, um, ah, oh, dude, I, Brown, KO, I was watching a UFC 24 seven the other day. Oh yeah, dude. That was, that was, that should have been, that was like murder, dude. I thought he killed him. <laughs> And um, his fight with Robbie Lawler, that, that was oh, a classic. Yeah. Um, Matt Brown he has beaten Wonderboy Thompson. I, I mean, about that. Yeah, yeah. I, oh. I, um, yeah, Condit or Brown, uh, they have never given us a boring fight. I can't recall ever no, no. thinking, oh, this could be more exciting. I was always on the edge of my seat when those guys when those guys were in a in a fight. Um I uh God, I think I mean with Condit, he's a former champ, former UFC intern champ, former WEC champ. I think he's a shoe in for the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, Matt Matt Brown has always been tough as nails. Um I think it was his lack of athletic talent that prevented him from winning the UFC title. Um, it wasn't from a lack of trying. Um, but, I mean, these guys are, are a little out of their prime, but I'm still leaning uh, Carlos Condit. I think he's going to outgrapple Brown. Um, takedown defense is a weakness for Brown, and I see Condit exploiting that. And then uh, Condit does have a strong top game, uh, so he'll, he'll get the takedown and, and uh, control Brown on the mat. And I, I see... Um, Condit winning by decision. Okay. Old school Carlos. Mm-hmm. I was watching a, a an old WEC fight just the other day, and I couldn't tell who it was because I didn't catch it from the beginning. Uh, but there was a skinny, scrawny guy in these tap out shorts, and he he was he was getting his ass kicked on the ground, standing up, and then they hit the ground. And then this dude just started taking over, man. And he started whooping the shit out of this other guy. And then I saw his face a little bit better. And I was like, dude, that looks like a little ass Carlos Condit. <laughs> and it was Carlos Condit whooping ass back in the day. 
you know. But like you said, dude, he always brought it, man. Remember when he fought uh Yushin Okami Rumble on the Rock? Yeah, yeah, boy, we're going. Did he, back did he the- fight Anderson? That I know. I, yeah, dude, remember that tournament? Anderson Silva, Yushin Okami, Carlos Condit. Uh, dude, that was that was when BJ got in trouble for uh, fighting outside of the UFC. But still, dude, Carlos Condit was young as hell. And he didn't give a crap. He was out there doing his thing. Um, as, oh, far yeah. as far as Matt Brown goes, dude, you, you nailed it, man. He's just tough as crap. You're you're never gonna outwork him, you know. He may not have all the athletic tools or abilities that some of the other UFC fighters had, but what they lacked in heart and effort, he he more than had enough. And oh, yeah. on a handful of occasions, he, he gave some guys that he probably should have lost to the fight of their life and actually pull out a lot of wins. Um Wonder Boys are perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see these two guys fighting. Exactly, dude. Exactly. And I like watching these older guys fight. I just don't like watching these older guys fight against the up and comers, you know? Uh, so I'm kind of glad that they, these guys are matched up against each other, giving us another good fight. Um, I would love to see Carlos Condit win. I hope you're right, Eddie. Um, But I something in his last fight kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. And Matt Brown, I think I thought looked a little bit better in his last fight. And I'm going to go Matt Brown unanimous decision in this one. I don't think anybody's going to finish anybody, um, but I think it's going to, it is going to be a good fight. We are going to see some good scrambles. We're going to see some people trying to take each other out. Uh, but I just think they're just too, too tough, too skilled, and they have too many tools in their bags to, to get finished. So uh, I just, I see Matt Brown squeezing out a unanimous, unanimous decision in this one. What do you think? Fonzo? Okay. Um, I got Matt Brown too, man. Um you know, I, I think he's been looking better in his last few fights than uh, Condit has. Um, although I, I I respect Eddie's opinion as well. I think you know Condit is is, is much better on the ground. Um, so I don't know, man. I just I like Matt Brown just a little bit more um, for this, and I do think he's going to end up getting him. And I think you're probably right. It's going to end up in um, in a decision, but I'm hoping for a knockout. I'm hoping I'm hoping Matt knocks him out. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen though. Just to, right. just to All just right. to put it out there, I don't think it's gonna happen. But I do want to see that. Um, I want to see some of that power. Brown right. Brown has pop. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll see, man. We'll see. It's gonna be good, anyways. I'm excited for this fight. Yeah. All right. Let's um let's talk about this main event here, man. So we got Max Holloway and Calvin. How do you say this guy's name? Is it Cater or Qatar? I think it's I always Cater. say Calvin Cater. Cater. Is he from Boston? However, you said that that was beautiful. Go ahead. What's the main event, Eddie? Holloway versus Cadet. <laughs> Calvin Cadet. All right. He's going to hit right. him hard. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? I think Cadet. Uh, is definitely going to put it to Holloway, man. He's, uh, I, I think he's going to catch him. He's going to just, I think it's going to be a knockout. And that's, I'm that's thinking, it's, yeah, I, I really think so, man. Um, and I'm thinking second or third round. Also, you think everybody's going to get knocked out? Hey, man, that's what I'm, that's <laughs> what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. No, but for real, for this one, I'm here um, to cause waves. And <laughs> yeah, for this fight, Mac, he's got, he's got. He's got some good stand-up, man. He's got real good stand-up. Um, and he's got some power. I think he can take Holloway for sure. Okay. Okay. What about you? What do you think? Uh, Eddie. I I have Holloway by fourth round TKO. Really? Um, I, I like Holloway, man. I, I He's very technical. Um, he's going to use the jab. Uh, I, he's going to throw off Kata's, uh rhythm with the jab. Um, the way Holloway feints and the way he util- utilizes his excellent footwork will, will uh, I, I think he'll just be one step ahead or two steps ahead, ahead of Kata. Uh, I, I think Holloway is far more technical Kata. and yeah, far more talented overall as a fighter. Uh, Kata, uh, he swings for the fences, man. He, he's very exciting, has K- KO power. But these are the guys that Holloway likes to feast on. Um, when Catter throws, Holloway won't be there. 
and uh, then he he'll counter catter. Um, it, it's gonna, in my opinion, it's gonna look like the the way uh, Holloway versus Aldo two looked like. Um, I, I think he frustrates Kata and uh, knocks him out in the fourth round. I don't know, man. I wasn't impressed with what I saw with him against Volkanovski. Mm. Volkanovski does that to everybody, though. I don't know, man. That's Volkanovski, though, dude. But here, Volkanovski's dude, here, good. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Look at that whole cap, dude. Well, here's the thing. What 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 upset me about Holloway I, versus Volkanovski too is that like Volkanovski played the same game he played in their first fight and. Fucking Holloway made no adjustments. Like, how do you make adjustments going from one fight to the next? Like, no one that's what he's doing. Yeah, I, I think it, I, he was winning on the feet, and Holloway did make adjustments, but um, Volkanovski mm. made better adjustments with, with the quest- double legs. Questionable, man. I don't know. I, I'm just saying. That's I just I don't I don't think he's he's the same Holloway. He's only 29. He hasn't taken much. Uh, some happen. Some happen. I don't think so. I, I just All think right. Volkanovski's that good, man. Okay. We'll see. And, uh, Kata. Yeah. Kata. You're my boy, Kata. Go yeah, get him, Kata. But he's not a top five guy. Until he is? Yeah, I, I just don't see it, man. Like the way you he, saying Kata is not a top fiver? I, I don't think he'll I, – I, he's going to be like the, the Matt Brown of the uh, featherweight division. Um Against top five guys, I I just think he he's lacking and and uh, in a lot of areas. He he likes to plant his feet and swing as hard as he can. And the top guys, uh, it's exciting. I, I love watching his fights, but the top guys don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're ghosts, man. Yeah. You got you got to hit, not be hit. All right. So All right. I, I, yeah. I, I think Holloway. Is yeah, I, I'm siding. I side with I'm. Yeah, I think Holloway's going to win also. Uh, so if we look back at both of these guys' last five fights, Kat is four and four and one in his last five fights. Who did he lose um, to? And if you look at it, he, he lost to Zabit by unanimous decision. I don't know if you remember that one. It was it was uh, scheduled for three rounds. And I remember. Uh, Kat has started turning it on towards – remember, he started turning it on like in the middle towards the end of the second, and in the third he was taking over. But by then, Zabit had already built up such a high lead with the judges that he just ended up getting losing. Um, yeah, yeah. But bef- but after but before Zabit TKO'd Ricardo Lamas, he TKO'd some guy named Fishgold. So he was looking good going into Zabit. People were talking about him maybe fighting for the belt pretty soon. Then he lost to Zabit. Then he fought Jeremy Stevens, KO'd him in the second round. But, I mean, that's Jeremy Stevens, you know. And then he fought Dan Ige. I don't know if you've ever seen Dan Ige fight. He's good. And Ige is tough. Uh, and he beat him. Yeah, he's good. But uh, he didn't do. He didn't knock him out. I mean, it was a it was a tough fight. He was there till the end, and he got the decision. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't show me that enough to make me think that he's ready to beat somebody at Max's level. So lo- looking back at Max's last fights, Max is only three and what is this? Two and three in his last five fights. He's got two losses to Volkanovski. One loss to Dustin Poirier. He's got a win over Frankie Edgar. That was a kind of like a gimme. I felt, you know, that was like a, a favorite of Frankie Edgar, but not such a favor because they kind of just fed him to, to Max, I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before that, he beat uh, Brian Ortega. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, but yeah. He yeah. beat yeah. the snot out of Brian Ortega and was even coaching him in the middle of the fight. <laughs> and uh, I, Eddie, dude, I mean, I, I got – tons of respect for for volkanovsky and and that whole team of fighters man i don't know what that coach is doing but whatever game plans they come up with whatever uh footwork drills they're doing whatever mental games they're playing or working on over there it's working because they shut down max two times in a row and uh that's not easy to do and look at izzy um, with that, with that all being said, though, I, that's what I'm saying, dude. Look at what he does, man. They're like, dude, they're playing chess 2.0, and everybody's just playing regular chess. Yeah. What do you guys think? No, City Box. They're they're two steps ahead of everybody, man. Um, I, it seems to yeah. me uh, people are biting for it, on their feints, like faking the jab and coming with the right cross, faking the right cross, coming with the left hook. 
pretending like you're going to throw combos and then let the other guy throw combos. And then that's when you counter. Like, these are the things that I pick up on. Dude. And there's a million things that I don't when? see. Oh, for sure, man. For you sure. Know? You guys want to watch some good breakdown videos. Uh, follow Luke Thomas. I know Luke Thomas has broken down some of Izzy's fights in the past. And he'll get it down to, like, check out this foot over here. Look at where his feet are when his hands are. I'm like, dude, I don't even understand that crap. All I Like, when I'm watching a fight, I'm just like, I don't even know what I'm watching, but I know I'm watching something that's super complex, very high level, and is being executed at a level that like 0.0001% of the population could probably compete at. Yeah. Um, Teddy Atlas has a good breakdown and, and he puts it more in layman's terms, like in terms that are easier for me to understand. Um, he He's like that's strictly MMA now. Uh, Teddy Atlas. That's badass. I like Teddy Atlas. He always did a really good job on ESPN. And he's so honest. Like he calls out like all the, all the dirty guys in boxing without batting an eye. He won't take a bribe. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I like going back to that fight. I, I still, I got Holloway. Um, I don't know if he'll finish (laughs) Kata. I would love to see him do it, you know, but no, no matter what happens in this fight, I think we're going to learn a lot about both of these guys. We're going to learn, is Kata ready for the next level or not? And is Max on his way down? Or is he just, you know, was the Volkanovski thing a, a, a little bump in the road, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. One of you guys is going to be right. One of you guys is going to be right after Saturday night. Alfonso is either going to be like, I told you. Kata is the real deal <laughs> or Eddie's going to be like, I told you Holloway's only 29 and he's the fucking man, you know? Okay. Here's the and one thing. I don't know if you guys heard or read about what's that. Oh, I was going to say if Kata wins, Alfonso moves to Boston. If Holloway <laughs> wins, I move to Hawaii. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> why, why does it feel like you, you got a better, a better deal than I do. Boston's nice ah. from March. <laughs> Hey, that's just the way it's nice for one week. <laughs> how about how about how about if Kata wins, awesome. you treat me to the best cha- clam chowder you've ever, we've ever had? Uh, Take you to the best clam chowder. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chunky better. soup, it is. <laughs> that's my favorite. Is that chunky soup? Is that a sexual term or something? I don't think I don't think we're, we we can. We, is that can we like a, that out, Frank? We're not. We're not a Cleveland that. steamer. <laughs> we just lost our chunky soup sponsorship, Frank. Thanks. We, we did. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening. Damn it. Chunky soup. Chunky soup. <laughs> I just remember the time that you uh that you trying to take us to the best clam chowder in the world, man, and you didn't even know what a clam chowder bowl was. A bread bowl. Who's that? Me? You. <laughs> Oh, I've always known about I've been fat my whole life. I've known about clam like at four months. <laughs> you were you were sucking oh. clam chowder in your bottle. Yeah. I like potatoes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's the next fight, Frank? All right. So uh so that's come the Holloway catafight that's coming up this saturday january 16th the following weekend on january 20th uh we have a card and really the only fight that i would really want to talk about on this on the january 20th card is the main event and it's uh featuring michael kiesa don't talk about my man versus neil magny <laughs> who wants to go first uh, or, let me go first and then okay, uh, ahead, i'll share their both of their records so that way maybe that can help you guys out a little or talk all more. right so um, Michael Chiesa used to fight at 155. So his, he's only been fighting at 170, I think for his last three fights. And he fought RDA last time, unanimous decision before that Diego Sanchez, unanimous decision before that Carlos Condit, he subbed him in the second round. And I think that was his first fight at 170, if I'm not mistaken. And then before that, he lost to Anthony Pettis. He got subbed in the second round. And then before that, he lost to Kevin Lee. He got subbed in the first round. You guys remember that fight where yeah. Kevin Lee took his back, got him in the rear naked, 
the ref thought he fell asleep. Kiesa said he didn't. It kind of looked like he went limp. Uh, I thought he went, he went limp, but whatever. Um, so Kiesa's, I, he went out for sure. He went out, yeah. Uh, so Kiesa's three and two in his last five fights. Magny's four and one in his last five fights. Uh, Magny's coming off of a unanimous decision win over Robbie Lawler, Rico Martin, Lee Zhang Lang. And then his only loss in his last five fights is to Ponzinibbio, and he got KO'd in the fourth round. And that was down in Argentina. So, I mean, you could say it might have been the time change thing. It could have been travel issues. Who knows? But Neil Magny don't don't get knocked out, you know? Uh, I think Neil Magny's going to pull this out, man. I, I, I think Kiesa is overrated, overhyped. I don't see anything that he's done that makes me say, like, oh, yeah, he's a fucking crusher. You know, he's a good fighter. Uh, I would say maybe like a gatekeeper. And Neil Magny, also a gatekeeper, but I think he's higher up or maybe further down the gate than Kiesa. Uh, I'm going to go with Magny, uh, unanimous decision. I think he's just going to be on his bike all day, jab, jab, jab. Okay. Yeah, who who wants to go next? Uh, <clears throat> I'll go, man. Um, just, I agree, man. I, I this, And to be honest, this is one of the um, – one of the – it's probably like out of out of all the fights we're talking about today, this is like probably the one that I'm I'm least excited for. Um, I don't think there's going to be a lot going on in this fight, uh, and I do think Magny's going to get it, uh, and I'm just going to go to decision. I don't think it's going to be very exciting for either fighters. Um, I don't know. I don't, I mean, yeah. I mean, everything you said about how he's why he's probably going to be uh, how he's going to win. I agree. Just Jab, staying away, trying not to get taken down, picking him up, picking him apart here and there, but nothing over the top, I don't think. Anyway. Okay. Um, I'm with I, I yeah. think Kiesa wins by decision. Um, I, I think he's going to be dominant. Um, he looked excellent against um, RDA in his last fight. He's big and he's strong. He knows how to use his weight, especially when, when grappling. Magny's last win over Robbie Lawler was against the Robbie Lawler that was way out of his prime. So I I, th- I think Kiesa's entering his prime, and I, I think Magny is a bit past his prime. I, they're, again, they're similar fighters, but I, I think Kiesa is just a, a better version of Magny. And I, I have Kiesa winning by uh, dominant decision. I think he... It, a majority Ooh, of the fight no matter what dude i'm really fight. looking forward to that fight same here same here yeah absolutely and if magni want I'm, I'm my heart's with magni but my mind's saying kiesa well how about this do you know that neil magni's really good friends with brandon schaub let me change my i don't pick know then. if that stirs you the i got man <laughs> <laughs> he fed him waffles just from saying. a taco truck right before <laughs> And he interviewed him, and then he called a YouTuber to come throw water balloons at him and then pretended like he didn't know what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) That was shitty, dude. That was so dumb. Oh, I can't believe they showed up to our secret location. It was, dude. It was like a cheap-ass attempt at a WWF promo. Yeah, yeah. It it was um... horrible, horrible. I mean, they should have done the interview at a public pool, and then Jake Logan should have paid the lifeguards to kick everyone out and have him relax in the pool while the kids watch, Million Dollar Man style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I guess those two are fighting. If he really wants to sell pay-per-views. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you who's not going to get my money. <laughs> Well, Unless it's Todd, free. scoot over on the couch because coming over. <laughs> Unless it's on ABC. <laughs> oh man! All right, man. Let's talk about the first pay per view of the year, my friends. Woo-hoo! I'm talking UFC 257, dude. How excited are you guys for this fight, man? I know we got to wait a while. January 23rd, 13 days away. Um. How stoked are you for this card, Eddie, on scale of 1 to 10? Go. Hooker versus Chandler, uh, a 10. Um, mm-hmm. Hooker's a fantastic fighter, but Chandler's one of my favorites. Um, I can't wait. This is going to be um, 
Chandler's coming out party. I, I, I've been following his career for a really long time, and I'm finally glad that he's on the big stage and people can see how good he is. Do you, should I go into my fight prediction? Yeah, we're going to learn a lot, go, man. Go ahead. Yeah, go. Let's go. Go, go, go. What do you think is going to happen, man? Co-main event, five rounds, Dan Hooker with Michael Chandler. What's going to happen? So Chandler is my favorite kind of fighter, so I'm, I'm biased in my pick. Um, I, I have uh, Chandler winning by third-round stoppage. Um, Chandler's going to use his takedowns to set up that big right cross that has knocked out so many people. Um, Hooker's good, but again, he, he's just not a top-five uh, fighter. Where Chandler can beat any guy, any 155-pounder, in the world at any time. I, I think speed and power sets him apart from Hooker. Um, he's going to get takedowns. He's going to dominate on the ground, and he's finally going to land that right cross and knock Hooker out. He he reminds me of uh, of Dan Henderson, the way he sets up that right cross. Um, so I, I got Chandler third round. Scary. Yeah. Chandler third yeah. round KO? Ooh, yes, sir. Ooh. Yeah. That's Frank. Sick. All right. All right. Um, I'm siding with Eddie on this, man. Uh, I'm not a giant Chandler fan. In fact, I'm probably a Chandler hater more than anything. <laughs> I wished uh, we would they would have sent one of the Fieri brothers over instead of Chandler. But whatever, man, I'll take Chandler. I, yeah. I'm super stoked to see what kind of splash he's going to do. He's going to make over here, man, because yeah. this is like a... Remember back in the day, Eddie, when we would talk about, man, if Vanderlei would only come to the UFC or if Randy Couture were to, to co-fight Fedor in Pride at blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? We always wanted oh, yeah. the best to come and compete against the best. And we're going to get to see that on Saturday, on that Saturday. You know what I mean? We're going to get to see one of the best fighters to ever step into the cage at 155 pounds. And he's going to go up against a guy who a lot of people – um, I would say have been, how do you say, I don't know if I'm not going to say they're overhyping him because he deserves all the talk and all the accolades that Dan Hooker's been getting. But I just, I, I'm with you, Eddie. I'm just, I'm not impressed with, with what, how he's been winning. I kind of feel like he's been squeaking by these wins and yeah, he's been beating some tough guys, but he hasn't beat anybody super top notch. I mean, he lost to Dustin Poirier. He beat Paul Felder by split decision. He beat Ally Aquina by unanimous decision. He beat James Vick by KO, but I mean, who doesn't beat James Vick? And then before that, <laughs> he lost to Edson Barbosa by a, I think it was like a body shot. So if you're getting KO by Edson Barbosa, what do you think is going to happen in five rounds with Michael Chandler? Yeah, yeah. I just, Chandler is I, I just feel like Chandler's going to wear him down. Yeah, dude, he's going to wear him down. Um, I'm interested to see if Dan Hooker, what does Dan Hooker's, uh, takedown defense look like because if he can keep it standing i mean really that's his only chance is to keep the fight standing but you you nailed it eddie this is speed and power versus speed and bird bones i mean i don't know how would you describe dan hooker's power i wouldn't he, compare it to chandler's you know like he's, he's got some power but when no he, he's got yeah. long arms he's got long legs um but he gets hit a lot um when he throws he he's countered a lot yes uh, he takes a lot of damage you, you don't want to get hit by chandler man chandler's got the touch of death and um yeah i i just don't think uh hooker has the talent or the skill to to be a guy like chandler Hooker doesn't have the talent or the skill to beat a guy like yeah. Um So, but he, Hooker is a part of that team down there, and you never know; they could pull something out of their butt. I don't see it happening. Go he's on, he's thirty-one you years say? old, man. He's not going to all, all of a sudden change his style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you're going to get already. He's going to come straight forward. He's going to throw some jabs, throw some kicks. He's not going to try to take you down. So Chandler has no fear there. He can plant his feet. And swing as hard as he wants because he knows that guy's not going to be able to take him down. And I don't know if you guys ever seen Chandler's videos of him scrambling and wrestling. Uh, oh dude, dude, that motherfucker, that dude is a scramble machine. So good luck trying to take him down. Chandler's mindset is far stronger than Hooker's. And yeah, just in, in all categories, I have Chandler having an advantage. That that's it for me. Uh, what I was going to say is, um, you know what? I, I don't know if I, I mentioned really Chandler top... TKO round three. Okay. 
You go said for Chandler it, TKO on three. Um, well, right, go I, for what it. I was going to say is, um, I don't know, man. Like, um, really wasn't wasn't sure. I, I don't watch a lot of um, a lot of Bellator, so I wasn't really sure what's uh, what um, Chandler was going to bring to the table. I started watching some of his uh, fights recently um, to see what it was all about, and he's got great uh, power and he's got good skill. Um, I really like Hooker though. Um, and up until this, I was kind of not hookers or hooker. I will plead the fifth on that one. Clarify, please. I cannot. (laughs) Uh, anyways, but, uh, you know, now that you guys are both on uh, Chandler's nuts, I'm going to go ahead and just go with, uh, with hooker just, just cause third round KO. Okay. Rocking the boat. All right. All right. That's what I do. All right. Let's go on. Yes. All right. You guys ready to dig into this main event, man? Who yeah. wants to go first? Uh, Eddie, go ahead. Um, Connor McGregor uh, wins by first round knockout. Uh, he's a southpaw. Uh, he's pinpoint accurate. Um. He has better footwork, uh, I, longer arms. Um, I, I like Poirier. He's exciting. Uh, he's a blood and guts fighter. Uh, J- McGregor's just too good on the feet. Um, if, if Poirier has any chance, um, he needs to focus on his wrestling. But even at that, his, his takedowns are are mediocre at best. And um, so if Mc- Poirier does attempt to take the fight to the mat. McGregor's uh, counter wrestling will be too much. And um, I think he's going to land the left cross right on Poirier's chin and and win within the first three minutes of the first round. It's going to be a short night. Damn. All right. All right. What do you think, Fonzo? I, I agree. I agree with Eddie. Yeah. Um, I agree, man. Um, you know what? And as much as I dislike McGregor um, and I want to see him get his ass beat again. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't see that happening with Poirier. Um, yeah. I, I just don't think he has the tools and, and you're right, Eddie, um, that, that um, Southpaw is going to give him trouble. He's not going to be able to take him down. And yeah, it's, it's going to be an early, I don't know if it's going to happen in the first round, um, but it's definitely going to happen. Um, and it's going to happen earlier rather than later for sure. Yeah. Just the way Poirier, he'll duck and throw a left hook. He'll duck and throw a right cross. He'll throw an uppercut from 50 yards away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> He's not very technical. <clears throat> not at all. I, I, I love, yeah. I love watching the guy fight, but, but uh, yeah, that that's uh, Conor McGregor's favorite kind of fighter to go against. Yeah. What about you, Frank? I I'm I'm with you guys on this, dude. Like, I used to be on the same boat where I I was I just wanted to see Conor get knocked out. I don't think that's gonna happen for a while. This dude is great, man. He is just so confident, so skilled, and. Have, we haven't even heard of him doing anything right now. So I bet you he's just been training like a madman every single freaking day, dude, waiting for this to happen. He already came out and said he's going to knock this dude out in 60 seconds. <laughs> so mm, I'm going to double that, and I'm going to say he's going <laughs> to knock him out in the first two minutes. It's going to take him two minutes. But I think you're right, dude. Um, I love Dustin. He's a tough guy. Um but I just don't see him doing anything that is going to give Connor any trouble. In fact, I'm seeing, uh, I don't know if you remember when Connor fought Eddie Alvarez, but I'm seeing a similar fight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's just going to come forward. He's going to think he can take his power. He thinks he's going to be able to handle the power and he's going to get that left hand and you're going to be, you're going to see it. He's going to be like, Oh shit. Kind of like the power he felt when Khabib was manhandling him. is like, holy shit, I'm in here with mm. a fucking bear. You know, yeah. like that. Yeah. I think he's going to snipe him out for sure. It's not going to go past two. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes him in the first 
minute of the second round, I'll say. I don't think he'll – I think I'm going to give Dustin the first round. I think he'll survive the first round. Okay. I'm going to say second round within two minutes. Bet the house on it, guys. Go. <laughs> Trust <Shit>. me. <laughs> Is Bulldog still around? So, no, but there's this guy that hangs out outside the casino across the street, and he'll take your money. <laughs> he won't give it back. He'll take it, though. I'm just saying. I got yeah, exactly. That's like what that. I'm saying. He'll just take your money. <laughs> yeah, go, go. <laughs> uh, so, what, I mean, on that, what do you what do you think is next for Connor, man? Like, I mean, what's he what's he gonna do? Like, is he, do you think he should retire? Or do you think he should actually like keep fight for the belt? Who's he fighting? Oh, no. mm. Who's he fighting? Well, I think he. I think the winner of this fight is supposed to get the winner of Gagey and um and Charles Oliveira. Did you okay. hear about that? No. So Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gagey gets a winner from that. Is going to fight the winner from that, and then that's going to be for the belt. I like that. I think that'll be a sick ass fight, but I think again, I think Connor's gonna win again. Against the winner of uh you think Oliveira beats Gagey? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yes, I think I he's yeah, I, I think it'll be one sided. I'm high on Oliveira. Yep, yeah. I think yeah, I think Oliveira's got more tools than Gagey. Yeah, yeah. G- Gagey's a, a poor man's poor. Dude, Oliveira's got some sick takedowns, man. Some sick body lock trips. Um, and he's not afraid to pull. I would, dude, that would be sick. No, I would love to see and, it, man. Uh, I would love to see Oliveira and McGregor. Uh, he's better than Nate Diaz on the ground. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I yeah. think... Uh, so we'll see. I, I really like Charles, man. I think M. Night Shyamalan could potentially be the, <laughs> the, guy that the next lightweight <laughs> champ. <laughs> we'll see, man. I can't wait. I think we're yeah. going to have some good fights this year, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dana White, he gave a stern warning to people who are illegally streaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious this time, guys. Guys, better stop it. Hey, I'm cereal. (laughs) (laughs) What a douche. You think he really did anything different? I don't think he knows technology well enough or understands it well enough. He he doesn't have to, man. The people work for him, dude. They're the ones who have to. Yeah. So he's just repeating what they say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, boss. You bet. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. They probably play video games seven hours a day in the UFC. <laughs> oh, here he comes! Here he comes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those illegal streamers, boss. We're taking care of them. <laughs> we have to file a TPS report first, though. <laughs> and just start clicking on boxes and shit. <laughs> we, we're getting them, boss. <laughs> I'm a good team. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. Uh, before we head out, Fonz, Eddie, anything you guys want to say before we head on out of here? Um. Well, thank you guys for having me on. I, I love doing these podcasts. It's, it's always a pleasure. So again, thank you guys. All right. Yeah. Just want to say thanks, Eddie, for yeah, thanks, Eddie, for being on, and uh, to everybody out there uh, listening. I hope you guys enjoy uh, today's episode, and hope you guys enjoy the fights. I'm excited to see them all, and um, you know, we'll see what this year brings us. So, uh, peace out. Yeah. All right. Well, before we head out, and before I uh, tell everybody, before we say bye, we want to say a big congratulations out there to our buddy. Joaquin Esquire Flores on passing the California bar. Congratulations, brother. Welcome to California. Uh, We can't wait for you to start paying taxes like us so that we can have our roads fixed and we can see the bums 
and their tents all along the freeway. All right. You're going to love it out here. Trust us. Uh, they in the meantime, yeah, bring a tent, buddy. All right, Jujiteros, stay safe out there. In the meantime, check out our website at www.jujiterosc2c.com where you can find all our episodes, all our videos, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, we got a brand new spanking cartoon dropping pretty soon. We're titling it Flying Squirrel. We think you're going to love it, uh, but you'll be able to find it soon on our website. Uh, until next time, keep rolling and training if you can out there, and we hope to hear from this you soon. This is the Peace. motivation. Mother's Day, and we are about to witness the big Mother's Day moment. We absolutely are, and I, for one, am both nervous and excited. Here we go. <gasps> it's a beautiful royal blue designer bag that she got at Marshall's for an incredible price. Oh, Priya's done very well. I mean, look at that woven detailing and the Italian leather. Forget about that. Look at Mom's face. We have tears, ladies and gentlemen. Is that good? Oh, that's good. Mom loves it. And I love that Italian leather. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices every, every day, day at, at Marshall's. Marshall's.